Once again, I'm standing here, delegate authority from our BICAR, uh, Padre Gino, as you know, in Manila, to be part of the House of Bishop meeting. So he's uh, right now in Manila. And he has to continue our Sunday worship, our Sunday liturgy, the, the Lord's Day. It reminds us today as we celebrate. Lenten season, all of messages that you could hear every Sunday is talking about our relationship to God, where we are right now. A season of Lent is something that where the times in our lives that we have to, to slow down or sometimes have to pause. <clears throat> And check, spiritual check, where we are right now. Like sometimes uh, when you have a car, there are times that you have to check everything. If it's still okay. The gasoline, the battery, everything. So that at least you're secure and safe when you travel. Or sometimes in ourselves, in our body. There are times we have what you call at least, at least, yearly check-up. Hmm? To see our sugar, where it is now, our cholesterol, everything. There's a check-up. And I say, oh, your sugar is already like uh, in the boundary. And the doctor will give you something. So that's also what we're doing in the Lenten season. We have our spiritual check-up where we are right now in our commitment to God in our relationship to God in our relationship with other people are we still in the right course or are we deviating to the course we say course or we say the right way a time to check up and, and there's, that's why there's time of being quiet before God. Talking to God, Lord, where are we right now? Help me. Check me. And Lenten season is a time where we could, you know, repent and amend our life. So that you have then when Easter come, you say, new life. Just something new about me. A time of confession before God. That's why now we are now reviving once again and even encouraging people to have confession every Wednesday after uh, our daily Mass and Friday. In the morning or in the noon of our confession. Something that we tell God of this, of this uh, sin that we have, have done, of cleansing. That's why every message here in Lenten season, it talks mostly of our commitment. It strike home of our relationship to God where we are right now. 
Here in our reading in the gospel, the Lord talked about the plan of God in his life. And you know the plan of God, the God the Father in his life, is to be born here and proclaim the kingdom. Then he would die on the cross. That's the plan. He would die on the cross, then resurrected again. That's the whole plan of the Father. And he tell it plainly to his disciples. And here, Peter said, No, Lord. He, said, he, he, he rebuked him. And not, not, sometimes you talk about Peter, says maybe he's um, you know, uh, more arrogant, maybe. But I see it in another way. Not in an arrogant way, but a, a, a man who really has very concern. Sometimes when, when, when our friend or our father, we say, to, you know, sometimes we say, could you, could, you, could you understand that? Sometimes when a loved one would say, Siguro, mahalil na ako, trabaho. No, no, Sometimes, could you, could you, could you, do you understand me? A matter of concern. Because he loved Jesus. He didn't want Jesus to die. But here, look at this. Look at this. He said here that he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer. Must suffer. Must, it means say, is have to be done. Dapat umagi talaga. Must. It is part of the criteria. It is part of the plan. He must suffer and die. That's the plan. But maybe Peter didn't understand it. No, 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 Lord. You don't have to do that. Please, please. Don't die. Don't leave us. And then... He rebuked Peter, said, get behind me, Satan. You're thinking of man's way, but I'm doing God's way. This is the plan of the Father. Then he called his disciples. There, that's where our message would come. He called his disciples. He called his disciples. When he had called the people to himself, with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. For whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. For shall we profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? What will man give to exchange of his soul? So he gathers the people and his disciples, and he explained to them the plan of God. First, he gathered the people because he's now talking seriously to them. Jesus wants a serious relationship with him. Now, he's just not, now, he's not talking now to his disciples and his followers. Now, he's talking to us. He's now explaining the plan of God but he wants us to understand what really to be a son or be children of God. And he said, 
whoever wants to come after me. Whoever. No, he's talking about them. Because some people followed him because they saw the miracles. Some people followed him because they want to see more miracles. Some people followed him because they were fed. He could multiply the bread. They're fed. And some people would really be follow him because they want to be identified with Jesus. Eh, sikat si Jesus eh. Eh, siyempre, pag sikat yung amo mo, eh, sikat ka rin. So the Lord here wants to emphasize what is your motive why you are following me? What is your motive? What is your purpose? Why you are here in the church? He wants to make it straight plain. If you want to come after me, that's what he's talking about. And the word after me here, in other translations, those who want to follow me, or want to be my followers. Those who like to be Christians. We are Christ's disciples. We are Christ's followers. We are just called Christians. If you want to be called Christian, Cristiano, if you want, and this is really his criteria. He's not talking plainly and serious to them. If you want really to follow me, or, or say, follow me here, if you are following Jesus, then you are a follower. If you want to be my follower. But I will dig deeper. The follower here is not just a follower or a member. A member of St. Michael. A member of a church. But he's talking here, if you want to be my follower... He said, but if you want to be my disciple, that's the word here. If you sit here, you want after me, change it. With, if you want to be my disciple. So disciple is different from a follower. It's different. Salvation is free, but to be a disciple of Christ, you have to pay the price. There's a price have to be paid. To have salvation is to come to Jesus by faith. But being a disciple, you have now to follow Jesus by faith and with heart. And we have to obey. So this difference between just main follower and a disciple, or just a member. And a disciple. You have to pay the price if you're willing really to be a disciple of God. So here he's just now drawing the line of just a nominal Christian. He's drawing out the line of being just following Christ in a in a comfort way. Or not following Christ seriously with our commitment. He's not drawing the line. And that's something about land. Where is now your commitment? 
Hmm? That's what he's talking about here. And he laid down the criteria. He said, if you want to follow me, if you want to be my disciple, if you really want to be a true Christian, not because you have a baptismal certificate, baptismal certificate is just a piece of paper. Para dati, di naman kailangan baptismal certificate. Now, very, very important na. In enrollment, in everything. So that baptismal certificate is just a piece of paper if you are not really following Christ. Now, said here, he laid down the criteria. If you are really to be a serious Christian, my disciple, and this is what I really want from you. Ukunde, ito talaga ang kinikilala kong mga Kristiyano. Okay, Jesus. These are really people who really know and acknowledge that they are my disciples. He said here, he said three. If one can come after me, let him deny himself. One, take up his cross and follow me. Deny himself. What's the word deny? Sometimes it literally, ano, parang pabayan lang yung sarili. No, that's not. That's not meaning. That's meaning. Just you know, just leave yourself. Just don't care yourself. No, no. The deny here it means first you have one meaning of deny here is you're willing to change, willing to change your ways to his ways. You're willing to change your plan. To his plan. Exchange. Exchange it for a higher value or higher price. Because God's plan is more higher than ours. God's purpose is more higher than ours. Are you willing to exchange it? Maybe you have your own plan. And you think your plan is very good. But you're willing to exchange it to God? And another word is like losing, exchanging like losing. But losing is something to lose, that lose everything, but to lose to gain. That's the word here. To lose to gain. You want to exchange your ways to his ways, your plan to his plan. Because his plan is far more greater what we are planning. And one thing for sure, only his plan that he will bless. Balikong gutuman. Anagat ang plano sa inkabuhi, raanang i-bless. Rimong sariling plano, hindi. Mapalpak doon. Klaro? Mapalpak para itong sariling plano. Kanugon, doras. Kanugon in kwarta, mapalpak your imu sariling plano. Your own ways will fail. His plan will succeed because only His plan in our life, in your life, in my life, He will bless. He will support that it will really come to pass. Our own plan, it will fail. So, here, deny yourself. It's going to really change for a better purpose. Are you willing? Nila kita? 
The choice. There's something about God. He's not forcing you and me. He lay down the cards and the table because He's giving us free will. He's not a dominant God. He's not a dominant God. It's your choice because that's the basis of His judgment. If we have no choice, why judge us? Because everyone will just follow God. But because He has given us free will, He now have now the basis to judge us what we have chosen. And may we choose God and His way. So He said, deny. Another word for deny here is surrender. Another word for deny here is surrender. See, when you surrender, like in the war, you raise your hand. You raise your hand. Not that one. That's another thing. When you raise your hand, it is open. It means to say, you're willing to submit to the will of others. That is surrender. And what the Lord is looking for us, total surrender. You're willing to submit your will to His will. Or other sample here. You're willing to submit to higher authorities. You're willing to yield. Let your way, Lord. Let have your way in me. That's the meaning of deny. You're willing to surrender. Lord, it's up to you. You sometimes say, Bahala si Lord. Sometimes we just coin that word, Bahala si Lord. But actually, you're still in control. That's something about man. You want to be in control. That's he always says, when we are born, we want to be in control. That's why every baby would come to this world, his hand is like that. Why? Because part of the sin that we have inherited from Adam and Eve, being selfish, want to be in control always. But when you die, look at that person. He's not like that. He's like that. Open. Hmm? Hmm. It means to say, you don't bring anything. Everything you imagine in the neck, you are leave it. Leave it to your children. It's yours. I'm making training you. Mga unga, nga ayusin yung inaiwan. Kung hindi abusohan da, sipwak. Ubos. Oplot tanan yung inaiwan. All you have gained, everything for your whole life. You have to train your children to take care of it. If not, all the things will just gone. Nothing. You leave it nothing. That's why your hand is open when you die. It means say you have to leave everything and you have no control of everything. See, it is God. God is in control. Are you willing to yield? Are you willing to surrender before God? He said, then carry your cross. What is just that cross? This cross? Ang asawa nga rin nga, pasaway eh. 
Krusuhita. <laughs> that is the talk about. Rakong neighbor nga nga pagkaway. That's my cross. Ay, bukon, that's not talk about. The cross here is our identification of our suffering and victory in Christ. There are times that we have to suffer because of following Christ. Our daily commitment because you want to follow Christ but still our, our ways, we want to do our own ways. That's something that we have to fight every day to renew our mind. But, he said, carry your cross. Then, if we don't understand first, if you have not surrendered everything to God, then everything you do to God is become now a burden. We have not totally surrendered to God. Everything you do, it becomes a burden. Even ministry, everything you do becomes a burden. Why? If you have to troubleshoot the problem, you have not surrendered it all to God. That is the problem there. In it, sometimes you do for God, it's becoming a burden because you have not truly surrendered everything to God. That is the reason. Simple lang. If you want to troubleshoot, you have not surrendered. Because you have not you have surrendered everything to God, Lord, it's yours, then there's joy, there's confidence, and peace in your heart because you know God is, will take good care of it. And it's for God. And you know, and you know why you're doing it. Then he said, follow me. The word here, follow here, another here word, is that just, just to follow, but our willingness to obey. Following with an obedient heart. So, you, you cannot follow Christ. You cannot really, really a true Christian. You cannot really a true disciple of God. First, you have to deny yourself. Some people have to change the, the situation. Do you want us to follow? Do you want to follow? Second, deny. And last, second is cross, And last is to deny. That's why their Christian life is in shambles. Because they need to change the process. They're just, they're just following. Never mind. Second is just, the second is just the deny the, the carry cross and the last is to deny and with that kind of following what kind of christian life it's not bearing fruit it should be the other way around first deny carry and follow me not follow me carry the cross and deny that's what people are doing sometimes they interchange this process they follow carry the cross and deny no deny first Carry the cross, and then you could really follow him. Then you could be true his disciples. Then you could be his true followers. That's what the Lord is talking to us today, brothers and sisters. He wants to have a serious relationship with him. Not only what you could take from him, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord, give, give, give yourself. So that you should hand to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You should say, Lord, give. Give your time. Give your offering. Give your commitment. 
see, giving, giving, giving. So that's why use your hand in praising the Lord. And that's part of it. But use your hand also and open hand to give. Give your time, talent, commitment to God. Give, give. And that's the way to gain. Not amassing, give to me, to me. No. You will lose it. You will lose it. He said here, you will lose it. You will, when you say lose here, you say you will not understand the plan of God. You will never see and experience the real plan of God in your life. You will lose it. But the more you give it to his sake, the more you give to God, then you will gain and understand the plan of God in our life. That's what the Lord wants us to be. And that's what want us to be his true disciples, true followers, and that's what he wants us to be called true Christians. Please stand.